0: We are entering the endgame in the attempt to get Macedonia to change its constitution and include the Bulgarians as a constituent nation. And it all looks more and more like a repeat of 2019. That was when opposition members of the parliament and their family members were being arrested, blackmailed and, yes, bribed to vote for the so-called Prespa agreement with Greece and the imposed name and identity change. This time, prosecutors are back with some oldies, Bud goldies, charging Nikolaevsky and a group of his associates over the monuments built to honor historic figures as part of the Skopje 2014 project. Meanwhile, the U.S. ambassador is very publicly meeting Vomorodopomenei members of parliament, likely giving them offers they can't refuse. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. To show that the U.S. is even-handed, hint, it is not, a Dewey official was put on the U.S. blacklist for corruption and perversion of justice. But his leader, Ali Ahmeti as if to show that he is not concerned by this move, is now busily enriching himself with state subsidies by, by taking over one of the most modern business centers in Skopje. We'll discuss all of this and more on this episode of the Macedonian Content Farmers Podcast. I'm Jason Miko coming to you from the foot of the mountains in Oro Valley, Arizona. Did you forget where you live? <laughs> I forgot where I was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's too hot i guess
0: <laughs> it is it's 44 today so
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this is sweet and in skopje macedonia
0: <laughs> okay you know where you are yes yeah, but... i'm at the foot of the catalina mountains in oro valley that's where i am okay <laughs> yes i'm i'm where i'm supposed to be so and today is uh july 3rd 2023 monday this is episode mm-hmm. 158 of the macedonian content farmers podcast
1: um how you doing good good uh a little busy, uh, having the summer season now, so we're trying to do some stuff and uh, check out the country and uh, maybe even plan some vacation. But uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, a, lot, a little work, a little relax, a little downtime.
0: Yes. Well, now, now we go into that season when, when Macedonians and Europeans in general are, are all on vacation. July and August seems to be the time. Americans tend to uh, well. Americans really don't take too many vacations, much at all. And of course, the U.S. Congress here breaks next month in August, huh? so the people are people are safe for a month while
1: Congress is gone.
0: <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so yeah, people are starting to get in travel, get outside and travel a bit. Um, even so, um, as I mentioned in the monologue here, the uh, the work of government, at least in Macedonia, goes on. And in this case, the work of government is to uh, force. A new change to the Constitution, something we've been talking about repeatedly over the past year plus. Of, that's the Bulgarian demand that the, the, the Constitution has changed yet, once again, to include Bulgarians as a constituent nation. Um, so in terms of process and the timeline on this, uh, this has to be done by early fall, late summer? Yeah, but
1: it has to start What's the time about line? now, if they want to have it in okay. Parliament by, uh, by fall. I think November was the and latest.
0: Do we, yeah. And do we know what the actual proposed amendments actually say, the, the wording?
1: So we have, uh, sometimes Bulgarian politicians come out and say that they want something extraordinary, something u- unique uh, <laughs> with regard... Uh, the latest one is uh, uh, Christoph one of the more, like, pro-Western, like, urban leaders in Bulgaria. in the government, he said, we'll have our opinion on the... Text once the Macedonian Commission starts working, the Commission has started working and has uh, concluded some kind of proposal. They have not made it public, but it's widely assumed mm-hmm. that it will be the standard, uh, like for all the other minorities. It, it they're mentioned twice, once in the uh, preamble that Macedonia is the country of its citizens. Uh, this was one of the latest additions. We're no longer a country of the Macedonian nation, but of its citizens. Then. Mm-hmm. Coma, the Macedonian nation, and the parts of nations that live within Macedonia, it has been changed so so often. I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> so we could just add it. It says like Albanians, Turks, vlachs Serbs, uh, Roma, Bushnicks, and then it would just add Croats, Montenegrins, Bulgarians, possibly Jews, possibly Egyptians, even like a subgroup of the Roma. Uh, yes. Uh, and yeah. then once more, where it says we. Um, I think there is some commission or something mentioned in the body of the constitution where all these nations are named again. So this would be two minor changes. But there was talk that we may try to, on the Macedonian side, to make it stronger on the uh, regarding Macedonian identity. So this, this concession to Bulgaria is not seen as uh, giving away our identity too much uh, to them. Uh, and also that Bulgaria might ask for a much greater rewrite that we might say that, you know, we're not just one of the constituent nations, we are the, the actual, you know, the actual Macedonians, and meaning that we're the actual main constituent nation. We, we're Bulgarians. So this was one of the ideas. And a third idea was that they might try for some kind of, like, a middle ground identity, like uh, Macedonian-Bulgarians, Bulgarian-Macedonians, something that would be more palatable to the majority of Macedonians, uh, and that, that uh, maybe they're also added in the Constitution or, uh, or in the preamble, which is more like an explanatory text than a, than a normative text. So, uh, a lot of options, but uh, I assume that you know, there wouldn't be much support uh, for any other change than just the basic Adding of several other nations, where other where a bunch of nations are are already mentioned.
0: And you're gonna you're gonna leave my people out, the Hungarians, right? I don't. I think I should start lobbying now, actually, might as well.
1: Yeah, we might, we might have Urban block Macedonia <laughs> if the Hungarians are not in... <laughs> Why not?
0: Yeah, let's yeah. let's pile on here. uh Of course. Bouyarismani, the foreign minister, is leading the charge and in, in saying that um, you know, you, you know Vomero must uh, vote to change the constitution. If you don't, you don't have a European orientation, which is a very it's it's Orwellian to say that um, that that you know if if Vomero doesn't vote for this, then that means that Vomro doesn't believe that Macedonia is should join the European Union, which is the furthest thing from the truth and a lie. Uh, and I think he's also said, he's also threatened in saying that if they don't, then there are other alternatives, which is generally meant to mean that, you know, itchy trigger fingers type thing from mm, Ali yeah, and his yeah. people. So um, I hear a dog in the background.
1: Yeah, it's mine. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I don't have a dog he's here. Um, guarding the
0: coast. There we go. Uh, so so he's yeah he's leading the charge. Um, in that of course everybody's piling on the U.S. ambassador and all the other members of the State Department, the EU, etc., coming mm. in and saying the same thing. It's like you like I said in the monologue here, it's a repeat of uh, of what happened. But but now we're we're getting to this point where we're using Johannes Balkan tactics, Han. Um, yeah. Tactics, the the rest, the blackmails, the bribes, etc. So, and I didn't see this in the news. You mentioned it to me in our in our uh, off uh, offline chat here about Stavrevsky being arrested now. So, what's going on?
1: Uh, not arrested charge. Ah, uh, charge. So, sorry, okay. For a moment, it looked like uh, we might have like a cordial, like a uh, compromise solution on this when. Uh, Mitskovsky met uh, Kovachovsky like a few weeks ago, and they were discussing having Vemera join the government. Vemera was making demands, but, but, but Vemera also voting for the constitutional amendments. Vemera said, uh, yes, but uh, if we water them down, if uh, Bulgaria also makes concessions, if uh, uh, we uh, make them active, uh, go into effect once we join the EU, not before, not during the negotiations, so Bulgaria right. does not feel tempted to use the uh, constitutional amendments and the inclusion of the Bulgarians in the constitution as uh, to back up its demand for rewriting history and uh, making more demands, uh, turning the accession process into like this huge never-ending list of demands that would poison relations and uh, uh, you know lead to a thousand vetoes uh, during the process. So this was going to be like an attempt to make uh, good, to make peace, to make uh, the changes in a way which will be nice and fluffy and would be welcomed by the EU and, you know, would look like civilized. I, I commented at the time that I, I don't want this because obviously this is, I wouldn't even say Bulgarian, this is Western blackmail and uh, pressure on Macedonia mm-hmm. like Prespa was. And I want, right. actually said, I want this to be dirty, I want this to be ugly, so that nobody's under any illusions about the nature of what's happening. So we, don't, we can't say afterwards, well, it was like a European solution. As Prespa was called, while 15 members of parliament were charged in prison, their children imprisoned, and they were being blackmailed to vote for Prespa. So yeah, I said, I want this to be dirty and ugly. But OK, in reality, it means that people like Stavrovsky get charged. So the charges are against uh, Nikola Gruevsky, against Stavrovsky, against Elizabeta Kanchovska milevska who was a uh, uh, culture minister, against uh, mm-hmm. two former mayors of uh, Cinter municipality, one of whom is a big businessman, owner of the Tinex supermarket chain. Uh, mm-hmm. Avvim Rogaj, who was head of the Cinter council and his brother, and who was uh, like a financier, like an interesting figure in his own right, uh, uh, Zdravev, Uh, and a few Mm -hmm. lesser persons because of the technical way in which the government gave money to the municipality of Tinter to build like a few dozen monuments, uh, including the statue of Alexander in the square. The municipality obviously did not have the money. It's all about comes down to about 50 million euros uh, uh, over like, I don't know how many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the charges technicality, but I also think that the charges that uh, the price is, uh, I don't know, it was overpaid by like, a fifth of this, like, about by 15 million or something. Um, so um, I mean, is the used the Scorpio 2014 uh, project uh, tremendously their PR campaign against the Vemera, saying it's too expensive, that it's uh, money laundering, that it's uh, historically inaccurate. It was a big uh, rallying cry for ISDSM. They never prosecuted anybody about this except Kanchevska Milevska, but not for the monuments, but for the actual buildings, uh, mm. which were not seen as. Not as as much part of the campaign, which actually serve a purpose. Um, now
0: you said Betty was charged Betty again charged this time. Again.
1: That's very Elizabetha.
0: This is the, this is the funny thing. So she was she was a member of Parliament last time, and she was charged, and then she was one of the eight that voted to change the yeah. constitution. So you'd think that she's already done her,
1: and she's not a member of Parliament right yeah, now, correct? No. no, of course she was kicked out of member okay. immediately. So
0: so so. so Right, so they're just charging her to be mean spirited and bastards that they already that they are. Um, I guess.
1: I mean, Kuran Momirovsky had a good point that you know it, it's a very bad signal to anybody who may be considering doing the same from the current yeah. group of Vemora members of parliament because if the if you can't trust the U.S. and the GSM and, and do it, to, and you can't just look at bit she might be charged you know to have her as a witness uh, against uh mm-hmm. against nikola yeah. and uh, may- maybe they think she- we have her in our pocket and we can use her now as a witness and she's like a hate figure for hdsm people so we could uh, tell them listen we have we are not making compromises with uh Vimero. look we charge her again even though after a few years they will release her mm-hmm. again if these charges serve the purpose of pressuring Vemer people. So Stavrovsky is the only person here who is active in Vemer at the moment, and he's not super active. He's like some kind of a coordinator for municipal uh, activities. Uh, he's very good at making sure people do their job, and Mitskovsky had him over to um, oversee whether the newly elected mayors are actually working. Mm-hmm. He's the only person from Nikola Gruevsky, I mean, he's obviously the closest person to Nikola Gruevsky, who is still in position in vimera because Mitskovsky and Gruevsky ap- appear to have a very poor relationship at the moment, mm. uh, or, or no relationship yeah, at right. all. This is the impression we're having in the public. So Stavrevsky would be one point of leverage for the government against uh, Vemera members of parliament, or Mitskovsky. Another would be, Vladimir Todorovic, the former mayor of Cintar who owns the Tinex markets, who is allegedly still funding the party, even though he already faced a lot of blackmail and pressure and extortion by his DSM. So one, one thinking was that maybe he's being charged to force him to sell the supermarkets to a company from Kosovo, which is a very popular like uh, Dewey and Albanian parties are absolutely rejoicing in their position of power over SDSM and they're using it for financial gain. And um, we had a Macedonian company, a, a smaller chain of markets recently bought by a Kosovo chain. We have uh, a Kosovo chain expanding across Skopje a lot. So this could be part of the the thinking. But also it's it's another, another bad sign is that we are again prosecuting people for Historical monuments at a time when Bulgaria is obviously telling us, listen, you, you uh, rewrite your history according to our uh, positions. After Vumera were completely vindicated, mm-hmm. when they told the SDSM, do not attack the historical elements, you will gain no respect from Greece or from Bulgaria, from our neighbors, we'll have to make more concessions. You, uh, these countries can't believe their luck. Or you know, have worked very hard to have people like you installed in position of power in Macedonia, right. and you will you are weakening our position as a nation, and uh, and at the moment when we are again facing similar demands from Bulgaria and when Vemra has been vindicated, is this, um, is again prosecuting people for building monuments to historical figures, including people claimed by Bulgaria? Bulgaria can say, listen. You're falsely claiming that Tsar Samuel is Macedonian king, and uh, we now have evidence. You know, you're uh, the people who put a monument, his monument in Skopje, are now being charged and are going to prison. So that means we are right in our position. I mean, it's it's again increasing their appetite because they see is the S M S weak on Macedonian national identity issues. So it's a very it's another problem with, uh, with the charges. Mm. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then we have, pivoting slightly, but staying on the idea of charges, uh, as I mentioned in the monologue there, a Dewey official, the mayor of Struga, I believe, was put on the U.S. Mm-hmm. blacklist. So Angela, Angela, I keep saying Angela, Angela, I keep thinking of <laughs> Muti Uh Angela Aguilar, the U.S. ambassador mm-hmm. to Macedonia, has been in power, sorry, in... In her position as ambassador, um, for not quite a year, uh, I think she came in August of last year, and ever since she's been there, she's been talking about you know corruption, uh, etc. Fine, mm. and talking about blacklists and, and whatnot. And then now, so the the first looks like the first uh, individual uh, from the 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 ruling coalition is uh, from Dewey. Shouldn't be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Everybody who is a member of Dewey should probably be on that list, along with so um, But he was, uh, what's his name, Mayor Sturga?
1: Uh, Mirko, yeah. he's the Mayor right. Stur- so he was
0: charged with corruption and perversion of justice. Uh, State Department won't say exactly what. Now, just to be clear what this means when you're charged, when you're put on the US blacklist, it means that you, and in, ca- in his case, he and his family, his adult children, his wife, can't mm-hmm. travel to the United States if they have any property in the United States, it's going to be frozen, bank accounts, etc. It's, it's, uh, it's not a big deal, frankly. Um, yeah. so it's, uh, it's more of a, um, reputational thing than, than anything, um, uh, injurious, mm. I guess. Uh, so, and, and, uh, the ambassador said, you know, probably others will be on there as well. Uh, I think, uh,
1: mm.
0: uh, Pablo, sorry, Gabriel Escobar, um, said said as much um but uh, come on come on man uh there's a ton of dewey officials that should be on there that will probably never ever make it to mm. there and as well as dewey financial backers uh this past week and a half i guess i can't remember the last time we did the podcast but there's been a lot of talk in macedonian media about uh, ali ahmeti's uh, nephew nephews or nephew
1: mm uh one, nip- one in yeah. particular but others yeah are and involved his son
0: i believe as well uh you know yeah. purchasing the um what was it the Saravia? yeah Soravia uh, is
1: the big glass building uh, the, the, the on uh, on the good <Geths1> yeah, at right. so
0: yeah. uh, and he's 25 years old he's a wonder kid he's amazing yes <laughs> uh he yeah, should yeah. be put in charge of uh some uh some u.s hedge fund or something um yeah. so you know these people are all corrupt uh Citizen uh, corrupt. Whether they actually get on there or not is another question. I saw that Ali Ahmedi the other day. So it, it's been what two weeks since uh, the mayor was charged or or put on the blacklist, I should mm-hmm. say. And finally, Dewey actually said something publicly the other day, and I think Ali Ahmedi said, "Yes, I will be the first one. I should be the first one to to uh, be investigated for corruption to show that I'm not corrupt." I mean, mm-hmm. he is he is yeah. corrupt as the day is long. On June twenty first above the Arctic Circle. Uh, that's how corrupt yeah. the is. Uh, so what's yeah. been the fallout? What's the backlash there?
1: I mean it seems like this guy was chosen as a relatively important Dewey figure. He's a mayor. He has a university which is famous for uh, you know issuing it's like a diploma mill for Dewey yeah. officials. So a bunch of the government people have formally studied in Rami's Mirk- Mirko's University in Strug. It's all a joke. Uh, but we were, we were talking about some actual financiers of the party, like the oil uh, company owner, uh, Pucko Petrol, mm-hmm. the Pucko Petrol guy. Uh, what was his name? Yahusky um, We were also discussing, you know, this huge uh, corrupt deal that the US Embassy and Uh, negotiated for Bechtel, which was negotiated with Dewey, not with the nominally bigger coalition partner, SDSM, but it was negotiated with Dewey, which, you know, we have discussed, this means that Dewey are now untouchable, uh, protected by the U.S. government, by the U.S. embassy, because they ensure that Macedonia will be paying, uh, what's it now, several hundred million dollars a year to a company with ties to the State Department. so uh, the big fish was not charged, uh, this Yakovsky guy, this actual financier of the party. A, a fish was charged. Uh, and yeah, I mean, just like to make a point that he's not weakened, uh, as he faces some rebellion in the party, there is a faction right. in Dui which wants to leave the party and uh, push him out, push Ali Ahmeti out, as if to show that he's not weakened by this, uh, unprecedented message from the United States, which, you know, comes at a time when Kosovo is receiving some sure. un- unprecedented messages. We did a whole mm-hmm. podcast on this about uh, the U.S. for the first time since we remember, you know, being, uh, I- I- issuing warnings and uh, yeah, some sanctions even against Kosovo. So... To show that, you know, he's still the boss. He still picks the judges, the prosecutors, the government officials, uh, makes the deals and breaks the deals. Ali Akhmeti had his uh, nephew purchase this huge, uh, this large, modern, fancy uh, residential building. Uh, He had his nephew go on a press conference and say, practically, we do what we want. Just remember that Ali Akhmeti saved this country. He could have partitioned it uh, with Ljubček-Gyrgievsky, but he chose not to, so... You owe your country to us, mm. something like this. So we'll do what. Again, we want. that's that's just uh, sorry. This, again,
0: that's just so yeah. Orwellian. It's it's the it's it's flipping the truth on its head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you know they they they're just it's it's the point they want to say that you know we do what we want we see what we want. Uh, the the nephew has a company which was receiving uh, state grants from a hugely corrupt corporation. He's been receiving permits to build like green energy plants which are notoriously also corrupt because the government is paying you for all your production and their inflated energy prices so a bunch of contracts deals came out in the public even after the bechtel scandal there was a previous scandal with uh, when do brought some arab guy from germany in their employee as and presented him as a huge uh, investor in uh, green vehicles and he wants government subsidies, Artan Grubi Ali Ahmed, is deputy, he's buying real estate to a lesser extent, like just like uh, shops in downtown Skopje and a hotel in Shopka. but still, just as he's signing off on the uh, Bechtel deal, he's I, I mean, he have a good feeling that a strong feeling that uh, all this is uh, they, they got their share of the Bechtel mm-hmm. deal. The US diplomats got their share. I mean, even the, yes. the guards in the embassy and the, and the doorman in the embassy will, <laughs> will have a house in Bethesda out of yeah. this deal. So do we have their money and they have to park it somewhere and they're busily buying real estate across Skopje. And, uh, and yeah, one person got charged uh, or, or put on a blacklist and it, it's a very convenient excuse now for the embassy to say, well, listen, we are, we understand that Vemera people are conveniently being charged, just as just as we need their votes, and we will probably have to do some horrible, abomin- abominable things again, like we did for Prispa. But look, we also charged one Albanian, so so we're yeah, even. This should give you, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we'll 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 see. Um, I'm not holding my breath.
1: Yeah. Let's on the bright side Zayf is moving into a better business uh-huh. now. Uh spe- speaking oh, yes. of corrupt politicians and he he's not you he know what's to invest into poppy growing into uh oh. heroin. Remember how the big business developed under Zayf was right. marijuana now he keeps uh, his people and he himself his foundation are promoting uh, cultivation of So poppies. he's step-
0: so stepping up his game have... from marijuana to heroin.
1: Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're doing the Brown sugar, stuff, <laughs> it's going to be great. What? We're going like a, turning into a full drug. Uh, you know, speaking uh, of
0: Zayev, I saw something and I can't remember, one of the ambassadors, the Austrian ambassador is suing him or?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it's going on there? Uh, so the Dutch ambassador is coming out saying that we are corrupt. What's the deal with Bechtel? How do you intend to join the EU? He's practically <laughs> announcing a veto <week> after Bulgaria. <laughs> yeah? They're almost anxious. To have this deal out this talk with bulgaria out of the way so then the netherlands <laughs> can block us maybe it's good for their internal polling yeah. i don't know and uh, the austrian yeah. so this is unprecedented and then the austrian ambassador uh, who first attacked us when when we tried to limit uh, we discussed this uh the these ubiquitous uh, um gambling places across right. Kopia. Yeah. and we tried to uh you know like um uh, reduce their, their numbers, uh, order them, ha- have them removed from uh, vicinity of schools. And because a lot of the investors are, uh, Austrians, uh, are in this business in gambling, and uh, the ambassador said, no way, this mm-hmm. cannot be done. And even had his president come to Skopje, the popular like green environmentalist, uh, president of Austria gave us the same statement, same message, came here to protect gambling interests. And now the Austrian ambassador says, this is ridiculous what your judges are doing. We have an Austrian company who invested with the Zayefs, you know, first mistake, (laughs) into a a pickles plant, uh, which was one of the funnier businesses Zayef would have. And uh, he used to be, you know, we used to joke about him that he he, I mean, he, he was actually caught selling expired pickles to, exporting them in, in Montenegro oh. or somewhere. So these Austrians invested in a business. The business says, you know, is not honoring the agreement. It's not paying back uh, the investors. And uh, they try to take them to court, and the courts are owned <laughs> by Zaf. And the, the, the ambassador was out very publicly, very outspoken on this. So, yeah, we're having rare, unprecedented moments of scrutiny against Zaev against uh, the government, but you know, it could also be, you know, like, because the government is also divided between Zayev's people and Kovachevsky's people, so it could be, like, it It may not hurt the government as much as, uh, because Zayev is apparently in some kind of talks with Vomero uh, to have uh, grand coalition with the Macedonian parties dominating the government as a way to remove Kovachevsky from SDSM and take back his party. And, uh, you know, it could be like a way from the diplomats to undercut this deal and allow Kovachevsky and do it to remain in power. Interesting.
0: Well, it's, it, it is interesting just, you know, broadly speaking to see the, the, um, the conflict, shall we say, between the U.S. interests and the European Union's interests in all this. Uh, and there, there is a bit of a... There are a bit of a loggerheads there on several of these issues. So we'll see where that goes. Let's, let's pivot slightly to... Um, so this is, as I mentioned, July 3rd. So we've just finally ended uh, the month of June, which, of course, in the Western world is known as Pride Month. Uh, but... A little foreshadowing of my, my next column: um, uh, Rachel Levine, uh, born Richard Levine, who is a U.S. Assistant Secretary mm-hmm. of Health. He um, he thinks he's a woman. Uh, he's a man who wears a dress. Uh, he 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 announced the other day in some interview that uh, he said he said Happy Pride Month, and he says no, Happy Season of Pride. So now we have to celebrate <laughs> the damn thing all summer
1: long. Um, yeah. It's not the one who was still in. No, no, he actually got that. fired. So yeah, and he wasn't—he
0: wasn't a trans oh. woman. He was non-binary. <laughs> Sam Brinton or Brixton or, whatever. He was a.
1: You actually are able to make uh, it. Apparently so. <laughs> <to> <laughs> apparently so. But that—that that <laughs> kind
0: of that transitions, no pun intended, to our next topic, um, and that of uh, <laughs> this Pride season and um, the government of Macedonia is preparing two laws that have to do with gender and identity and. God knows what. Um, and, and again, going back to a slight preview of my uh, my upcoming column, um, you know, their big man- mantra is love is love, uh, which is really, it's a lazy argument. It's insipid. It's stupid. It's banal. Um, if love is love, then a um, 16-year-old go- girl and a 29-year-old man should be able to uh, sleep yeah. together, live together, or for that matter, a 29-year-old man and a 16-year-old boy or a 16-year-old oh. girl and a 29-year-old woman. Now, or or a dog, dog, yeah. But but now, most thinking people would say, no, that's pedophilia, which is correct. It is. But um, so, if love is love, then go ahead, let your freak flag fly. Um, But anyway, it's it's a stupid argument, Uh, and I'll have more to say on that in my column. But so, the government is putting together two bills, uh, and we don't know exactly what those bills say. The Macedonian Orthodox Church Archbishop Stefan came out against that there was a rally on that the other day against that so of course now the church is coming under attack from the usual leftists and progressives in Macedonia as well as President Pandorovsky accusing the church of being uh, influenced by Russia well say what you want about Vladimir Putin okay and about the war etc but the Russian Orthodox Church believes the same thing as the Macedonian Orthodox Church Which believes the same thing that most of humanity has believed since the dawn of time that a marriage is between a man and a woman. I mean, even the pagan Romans did not support same-sex unions or marriages. And there was, obviously, there was marriage as an ancient institution. So the pagan, they were, pagan Romans didn't. Um, And, you know, marriage being between a man and a woman has been... That's the defining institution of mankind since until 15 minutes ago, apparently. So, so yeah. now, now uh, uh, Pandorovsky probably being encouraged by the U.S. Embassy to attack the church on this, this front, is, is coming under attack. Mm-hmm. Obviously, most Macedonians, and when I say Macedonians, I mean Macedonian citizens, whether they are Macedonian or Albanian or Turkish or whatever... Uh, are very conservative in this and believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. So, and apparently this rally the other day was supported not only by the church but also uh, Islamic officials, etc. Which,
1: yeah, which questions.
0: interesting mirrors what's going on here in the United States with this whole thing as well. We're having Christians and Muslims work together to combat mm-hmm. all this nonsense going on in their communities, especially in their schools. So, yeah. how was uh, so? What one more do? You, can you add to that?
1: So, so the muslim community did not show up for the rally but they said they supported. as did the jewish community Good. the other re- religious groups uh there was a, an okay gathering vimara gave its official formal support uh, as a political party uh of course as you said the left were very a part of them were like oh we are endangered don't go anywhere near downtown oh, skopje this was yeah, uh, this was shortly after they had their uh, the uh, pride parade uh, in the center, uh, attended by all the embassies, all the diplomats. Uh, I did not um, read up a lot on the uh, laws. One of the things that the church is protesting, and the church is also organizing screenings of uh, um, uh, what is... A oh, really? Oh, seriously? Oh, it's fantastic. And they're taking it to small oh. towns, they're having... Uh, the mayors, the normal people, the normies, you know, <laughs> outside of Skopje. They even had, the, the the left is super annoyed that the mayor of Strumica, who is that, uh. Stody, uh, that he was, uh, he attended and he was very proud about going to, an, to one of the screenings and uh, was then very, you know, outspoken in saying, I have the right to go there. We have a difference of opinion. So, you know, it shows you how the, how brittle their coalition is with uh, some rural lefties, some... Uh, uh, like like Zaev, uh, some Durban uh, uh, elites, and then the Albanians were even you know far more conservative than the Macedonians are um, in on family yeah. issues. Uh, so this was uh, an interesting uh, development. so w- one element in the law that came out is that uh, um, you will be able to change your gender in your birth certificates, in your documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a whim. I I don't know if there's going to be a limit on how many times a day you can do it or uh, if I I don't think there will be a requirement for an actual operation or anything or hormones or anything to make it like less uh, biologically insane but you will be able to to do this and (laughs) this again ties to the to the broader issue of identity which Mm. we're having Mm. (laughs) because at the same time the new justice minister who is an Albanian. He's very annoyed by the fact that uh, some Macedonians, especially in ISDSM, now that they're in power, um, they're promised jobs in the public administration, they meet the legal requirements, their you know, educational levels, whatnot, but they're not Albanian because we have the quotas for Albanians in the in the public administration. So we have ISDSM encouraging their people to apply for jobs Uh, and say that they're Albanians, because, again, what is a woman? What's an Albanian? (laughs) What is a a Bulgarian? What's a Macedonian? Uh, So they're doing this. This is an old story. It's been happening before SDSM as well. Um, So um, the justice minister says, "Okay, we're going to have the birth certificate, which you need to apply for jobs. We're going to have an ethnic identity added to it, a, a new field, which you will have to fill in. And then, you know, you will be able to, I guess, launch uh, a procedure to change this, or you, you may state your identity uh, differently next time, but you will still have to go to the government office and say, listen, I want this changed, I feel as an Albanian, or as a Bulgarian. So the Albanian guy is doing this to protect uh, his own people, his their own turf of which they fought for, that they now have under the new census over 30% of public sector jobs should go to Albanians. But then immediately the Bulgarians uh, wisened <laughs> up to this, uh, a group which is very loud in uh, promoting Bulgarian citizenships, etc., says everybody head them down to the justice ministry, to the, what's it called, Matično, the birth yeah. certificate uh, mm-hmm. bureau, uh, and say that you're a Bulgarian, it costs like 250 dinners, and you will have this document, which then you can take to the embassy, and they will fast-track your passport, uh, your citizenship application. It does not work that way, but this is what the foundation mm-hmm. is saying. So now a lot, uh, some people on the Macedonian side were saying, well, you know, they were trying to shut down the Albanian minister, um on this issue because they fear that uh, Bulgaria will now be able to uh, through the process. Uh, so Bulgaria claims that they have over 100,000 passports issued, Macedonia right. citizenships yeah. issued in Macedonia. There were only 3,500 of, of them on the census. <laughs> Bulgaria says this is because of the unprecedented intimidation atmosphere, burning of, of clubs and the hate speech in the public and discrimination. Uh, but there is no legal document issued by the Macedonian government stating that you're a Bulgarian. But you want to keep your Bulgarian citizenship if you're one of these 100,000 people or so, even if you're living in Germany or England. At some point, you're going to have to renew your passport. And there is talk that Bulgaria will now demand that you also submit a Macedonian birth certificate uh, to the embassy in Skopje or to the justice ministry in Sofia. Which in which you will obviously have to have it state that you're Bulgarian. So then very easily this because we are trying to change the documents for the uh, gays and then for the Albanians, and now we're getting to a position that this number of that Bulgaria will have uh, Macedonian government issued documents that will prove that uh, they have hundred thousand or so people, not just thirty five hundred. And then once you have 100,000 Bulgarians uh, proven, you know, verified, uh, bona, bona fide in Macedonia, then uh, obviously the government will demand um, uh, uh, similar quotas to the Albanians in public sector employment, which may actually lead to a cycle of more and more Macedonians declaring as Bulgarians to fill in this quota. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a very interesting development now and all the identity issues we just got rid of
0: affirmative action here you know our supreme court we had a series of so (laughs) quick aside just to prove that yes conservatives can win and this is a conservative podcast we had a number of supreme court victories Mm. um for for conservative life conservative philosophy conservative worldview and one of those was striking down affirmative Mm -hmm. action and here you are you know adding to your affirmative action um uh, plate there. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, yeah, oh well, okay We will we will watch the space as they say
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's a very very fun fun development here uh, There is no coordination in the government. They uh, did not uh, think this true obviously and the Albanian ministers do what uh, they want do as they please and uh, immediately we have a whole new set of unintended consequences coming yeah. from, their, from their ideology of relativizing identity. You know, identity is uh, a social construct. Gender is a social construct. Marriage is a social construct. Reality is, reality is a social construct, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it keeps punching and punching them in the face <laughs> as they try to, <laughs> to mess with reality. Exactly. It's, it's beautiful.
0: Okay. Well, let's do this. That's... Um... We're almost at forty-five minutes here, so I think that's a good that's a that's a good wrap. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll gather again in a couple of weeks, I think, and see where we are with everything. And you know, as we mentioned, Mm -hmm. being in top of the top of the podcast is the summer, so people are traveling. Not a whole lot's going on, but you know, we'll follow it and Mm. and report back to our listeners on all things Macedonian.
1: Yeah, we'll do an emergency pod once the members of parliament (laughs) start getting arrested. We have. We had the ambassador and the deputy ambassador, they're now inviting Vemera members of parliament, which is very rare. In public, they're posting pictures. We are now meeting all the women Uh members of parliament. And this, of course, includes Vemera. Then we are having specifically a select group of Vemera members of parliament. So they're obviously working, uh, uh, softening them up. Uh, And uh, somebody will... No... Go to prison oh, of course i mean yeah. uh, that's that's a, that's a it's, given
0: it's, it's stated in the yeah. uh, contract between uh between citizen dewey and the u.s embassy so uh, yeah,
1: yeah and, and we'll see. i mean we, we will we're at the uh, very close to the end game so we will have some very interesting developments the end next.
0: is coming it's going to be awesome
1: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, don't worry exactly. <laughs>
0: you know uh to, to add a dose of crushing morosity as. Jump from the commentary podcast says, mm-hmm. um, everybody else
1: is going down too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, if they blow up the nuclear plant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's in- like in- my plastic eyes.
0: surgeon always said, if you got to go,
1: go with a smile. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> all right, Svetlana, that's a good wrap. Good talking to you.
1: Yeah, okay, buddy. Yep, till next care. time. Yeah, bye.